0: since it says on the schedule that there has to be a talk tonight. There will be one. And I would like to take tonight's talk in relationship to the one that I had given before regarding rules, regarding corrections, and regarding all the restrictions that seem to be present in formal Zen practice. The question that arises from that is what is this all about? Why why do we need all those restrictions? Why is discipline necessary in this kind of practice, in this kind of endeavor? These are all very good questions, especially since We are looking for freedom. Many people who arrive at this practice come with their own personal circumstances, come with certain experiences in their past and their present that could be described as burdens. There is something that brings them to this practice. And there are certain hopes, certain expectations, and certain intentions that they bring to the practice. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If we ail, if we hurt, we look for something that helps us soothe helps us get over the pain, that helps us not be stuck in it. And of course it is very important that when we do that, that we do not look at the pain in the way that Western medicine looks at pain as a symptom and treat it symptomatically. When you think about culture, Modern culture, especially the culture of entertainment, a lot of that culture is based upon distraction from that what irks every living being that has a mind of their own, that has self-consciousness. And that is, of course, the question about death, life and death, about change, about loss, And so many of us here arrive in this situation and join the practice because they have such a question to answer, they have such a burden to attend to, or they have the intuition that there is more to answer these questions than just to distract oneself from the questions appearing. What we stuff in the closet stays hidden only for so long. What we try to sweep under the carpet will only be hidden under the carpet for so long. And so some people take the initiative to look deeper, to explore, and they find a way to do that. It is important to mention and to always keep in mind that Zen practice and the Zen practice in the way we conduct it here, that these things, these paths, are just one of many. However, if someone arrives here and finds their home in this practice, then there are certain steps, developments that we go through. And of course, the formal practice aspect is very important especially in the beginning. So the first, maybe let's say, the first 75 years of your practice, it is very important that there is some kind of discipline to it. Then after 75 years and on, one can relax a little bit more. So let's return to the question, why is it necessary? We are looking for freedom. We are looking for alleviating our burdens, shedding. And instead of being able to just let go, we find ourselves more tied down, more reglemented, more ruled, more corrected. Than ever before. Don't move all of kinds of sharp abrasive corrections, and we learn to discipline this at first, undisciplined self. We learn not to give in to every whim, not to give in to every little desire. And we become very, very good at it. When I first came to practice at Mount Bali in California, the first situ I bought myself a bag of potato chips, because I am very fond of potato chips. And deliberately, I restricted myself to having one chip a day, at night, before going to bed, in those few minutes before There was absolute silence, except the snoring from everybody exhausted. I opened the bag, and I took out one chip. Whatever it may be, I stuck my hand in there, and whatever I grabbed, one chip I took out. And it was a feast. It was a feast, and it was a great lesson to learn where this restriction leads to discipline and the stripping of all the layers of self-centeredness helps us correct our point of view helps us To get to the point where we truly can let go of all the restrictions that we are not aware of. All the restrictions, all the rules, all the burdens that come with the I am this, I am that kind of self. Becoming free of that opens up a new completely fresh experience. Of what it means to be in the moment, of of what it means to be a self, of what it means to be able to give birth to that new self at the moment where you stick that chip in your mouth. And even though it is the self that tastes, even though it is the self that benefits from the nutrition, that experiences it, it is a different self. It's a self that arises spontaneously. And what a self that arises spontaneously is at the same time is a self that has just awakened. Arising and awakening, disappearing and dying, all of that is very important in this practice. And it can give you also a hint what awakened means. In order to be awakened, there needs to be a Self but it needs to be a self that has freshly arisen and that freely exists and without any resistance disappears. Comings and comings, goings and goings. (laughs) Kiwame kitari, kiwame sarubesi. Even Cosendito says that in his last admonition. Look at the comings, look at the goings, and then the key is that even that, or who, looks, disappears, when comings are comings and goings are goings it is counterintuitive it's counter our logical sense that restriction will lead to freedom but as I have said many times before True freedom is the freedom to be even free from one's own little self. To be free from any kind of judgment, any kind of burden, any kind of expectation. So it is okay to be strict with yourself but only if we are not attached to strictness. Being strict is the preparation for really letting go. And as soon as that strictness, as soon as that discipline solidifies and becomes a congealed, hard thing, then it is not of its own nature anymore. Then it is just fixation. So, I suppose we have a few more years to go before we reach 75 years of practice, where we can relax a little bit, but every period of Zazen, every period of Kinhin, every chanting, every Sare, every morning getting up, brushing your teeth, washing your face, having your coffee, relieving yourself, going to work, meeting strangers, getting tired after work. All of these activities are the opportunities for that letting go and for that letting arise. letting awaken a self that is not tied to any of these moments.